welcome back guys to the new and improved podcast with your girl Brianna Callis self-love overflow we're here I believe that in order for you to find your purpose you have to love yourself first gotta love yourself first and in order to do that you have to change your thinking it all starts in your mind so let's hop into this episode what's up y'all so I wanted to hop on really fast and I wanted to give you guys a little bit because it's just been like it's this word (laughs) y'all it's so good um and so I wanted to talk to you guys about doing good and I wanted to talk to you guys about this because you know I think that we've all grown up with this notion that if we do good um we're going to be blessed everything is going to be okay if we do good and what I'm starting to realize is that yes we're supposed to do good but just because we do good it doesn't mean that we're going to be blessed or it doesn't mean that we're going to get um, blessed with something that we want because we're always blessed um it doesn't mean that we're going to get something that we you know always desired like doing good doesn't necessarily get you blessed you know what I'm saying especially you know if if you're not doing what God has actually called you to do. So you could be doing all of the good in the world. You could be saying yes to everybody, helping everybody out, and you're just exerting um, energy that you'll never get back or you're losing money that you'll never get back because God never actually told you to do what it is that you're doing. Um, As I'm growing in this self-love journey, I'm really learning the importance of really paying attention to what God is saying yes to and what God is saying no to. And I'm realizing that although for so many years we were taught to do good, do good, do good, do good. um, And then we were taught that, you know, when you do good, when you do the right thing, you know, God is going to bless you. Yes, God, God blesses me every day. You know, every day that I wake up with breath in my in my body, God blesses me. But me doing good, it it does not guarantee that I'm going to be blessed, you know, blessed with something because of this action that I'm taking. And so what I decided after reading um, Luke 15, you know, I was reading about the man with two sons and how he had an estate for both sons. And his younger son came to him and asked him for his estate. Well, his younger son, he gives it to him. The younger son leaves, goes to a whole nother country and spends all of his money on prostitutes and alcohol and just all types of worldly things. And um, so then it gets to a point where he, he loses all of his money. Um, He wastes all of his money. He becomes poor. He becomes homeless. He picks up this job taking care of pigs. And he um, he's so down, you know, that he ends up trying to eat from the pig's pen, you know, the same slop that pigs are eating, which is so disgusting. But um, and he makes up in his mind, you know, that uh, he makes up in his mind that. I can go home like my father is wealthy you know when he finally came to his senses he was like you know I can go home my father's wealthy my father's hired workers have more than enough food and here I am dying of hunger you know so I'm going to go home I'm going to tell my father you know I'm going to so- tell him I'm sorry for sinning against heaven for sinning against him I'm going to tell him that I'm no longer worthy to be his son so he can make me one of his hired workers because if I am a hired worker then at least I know that I'll have food and I have shelter 
right so he goes home and while he's still walking towards the house the father spots him the father comes out he wraps his arms around him he loves on him he kisses him and then he orders like a huge feast a huge party they're going to kill this big old fattened calf his father um, adorns him in robes and jewelry and um shoes and all types of things like just really you know dresses him up and so um he has an older son and the older son is out in the field working which he has been doing for years and the older son finds out that his brother comes back and that his father is getting ready to have this big feast for him and he gets angry he's like you know i've been here slaving for you working for you for years i've never left you i've always obeyed you and you ain't never threw me no big feast like you ain't never did that for me right so the father then tells him, you know, you're always with me and everything I have is yours, but I'm going to celebrate and rejoice because my, my youngest son left, you know, he left and now he's back and he was lost and now he's found, you know, now he realizes he can't, he, he didn't came to his senses. And so the father really felt like he needed to celebrate that. Meanwhile, the oldest brother, he got a whole attitude. But what I took from the story, and most people only talk about the um, the son who, you know, took the money and left. Um, but I really was trying to hone in on both of them and more so the brother who had an attitude. And I realized he done did all of this good, you know, and he felt like he was not rewarded for the good that he did. And I think that's what we do. Some of us feel like if we do good, then we're going to be rewarded, you know, by God, by by whoever, by our job, you know, we, we don't think of it like, oh, we're just, we're doing what we're supposed to do. You know, we think that if we do this, do a little extra, um, then we're going to be rewarded. And when we're not, we're upset. We have an attitude, you know, pr prime example, you think you're supposed to get this promotion. So you do everything you're supposed to do. And then somebody beneath you gets it. Um, and you have an attitude. You don't understand why why it missed you, you didn't did all of this good, you know, you come to work on time, you do your work, but now you're upset because you feel like you've done what you're supposed to do and you're supposed to be rewarded for that. And that might not be what God wants for you. And that's what I really had to understand. And so I took down like three little points or whatever from the story once I read it, um, because I feel like that doing good doesn't necessarily get you rewarded. You know, it doesn't necessarily get you what it is that you desire. Um, and I feel like if you are not, one, doing what God called you to do, so you can be doing all the good in the world, but if God didn't call you to do it, then his hand can't be on it. He can't bless what it is that you're doing if he didn't call you to do it. So you could be running around, doing everything for other people, saying yes to everything that everybody invites you to because you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, spending your money on people, giving your money to people, thinking that, oh, I'm doing the right thing, I'm doing good. But if you never prayed about it, if you never sought God for it, if you never um, asked God whether or not you were supposed to be doing it, if God didn't give you a revelation of whether or not you were supposed to be doing whatever this good thing is, then you can guarantee that you're probably not going to get any type of reward from what it is that you're doing. And now you've wasted money and you wasted energy. And I don't think that that's selfish. I think that you do, um, as I'm growing in this self-love, um, in this self-love thing, man, I'm really realizing that it, the importance, I'm realizing the importance of, of going to God about everything, even the small things. Um, because I don't lost a lot of money. <laughs> Um, from just giving it out to people. I done lost um, a lot of time, a lot of energy from doing things that I felt like were great things. And, 
you know, I was going to be rewarded for it. And I'm not even saying I think that we subconsciously think that we're going to be rewarded for it, you know, because doing good things makes us feel good. And it should, you know, it should. But you have to pick and choose what to give your energy and your time to, um, who to give your energy and your time to. Um, and you really got to pray about that thing, because what you don't want to do is be what you don't want to be doing is doing things in vain. Um and I'm not saying that, oh, like you got to be looking for a blessing or a reward from everything. But if God didn't tell you to do something, then don't do it because it's going to be a waste of your time and energy. You know, God, God, God doesn't waste time. He doesn't waste energy. And everything that he asks us or instructs us to do means something. It's symbolic of something. Um, my pastor preached this past Sunday and he was talking about provision and how God provides. And he was saying that provision always, always comes after instruction, right? And so if you're believing God for something today um, and, and you need something to happen in your life and you think going, running around, doing all of this for people, saying yes to everybody is what you're supposed to be doing to get that thing, then really pray about that. Think about, think again, think again about it because you're going to be wasting time, energy, and money doing all of these good things that make you feel good and then you realize that you're not being or getting a reward afterwards because you're doing a bunch of stuff that God never asked you to do. You're doing a bunch of stuff that God never asked you to do. So doing good doesn't necessarily mean that you are going to be rewarded if God didn't call you to do this thing that's supposed to be good. That's number one. Number two, what I realized is that the, the oldest son never made a demand on what was rightfully his, right? So if you go back to the beginning of the story, the younger son comes to his father and he asks the father to give him a share of the estate. Um, so he's like, give me a share of the estate I have coming to me. So he just, so the father gives him the assets and then he takes them and goes. Now granted, he did some crazy stuff with his money, blew all his money on prostitutes. Pretty sure he probably had a couple of bottles of Hennessy there. <laughs> you know, um, dark liquor Patron, whatever, you know. So he was just out all willy nilly spending his money. Um, but he made a demand on what was his. He knew that that money was his. He made a demand on it. He said, dad, I want this. I know that I have money coming to me. So I need you to give me this money. And the older, the older um, son never made a demand on that. He also knew that he had an inheritance. He also knew that his father had some money laid up and stored up for him. And he never made a demand on it. And then he was mad. He was mad because he felt like he had been doing everything that he was supposed to do. You know, he felt like because he stayed back, he helped his dad. Um, you know, he worked for his dad. He never disobeyed his orders. You know, he felt like he was supposed to be rewarded something, but he never made a demand on what he was supposed to be rewarded for. Never. And so that's the one that for me, that was the difference between the two sons, because even though the younger son went out and squandered his money, he still knew what was his. He was confident about what, what was his and he made a demand on it. And I think for so many of us, we're running around. We have on this. I can do everything hat. I can do everything hat because we feel it makes us feel good about ourselves because doing good makes us feel good about ourselves, especially when God hasn't called us to do something, right? So it makes us feel good about ourselves. So we running around like chickens with heads cut off. We trying to do everything for everybody. We trying to make everybody happy. Everything is yes, 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 yes to everybody. And we think that 
all this good that we're doing is going to reward us. But we never demand from God what we actually want. We never demand from God what's rightfully ours. You know, God tells us in the word of God what's ours. Right. And so we have to learn how to demand those things from God. A good example of that would be, you know, you need more money. So you want you go out. You go out because you know that you have to provide for your family. That's a great thing, right? You go out, you got to provide for your family. So you go out and you get two or three jobs, right? You go out and get two or three jobs. You're working, 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 working all the time, bringing in the money, paying the bills. But God, what God has for you is one job that you can work during the day, Monday through Friday. You're making over 70000 which is what you're making with all three of your jobs, and you're able to be home with your kids at night and on the weekends, right? God, let's just say God has that laid up for you, but because you never demanded that from God, because you never went to him and said, God, okay, you see my situation. You know that I have these kids I have to take care of. You know that I'm tired. I'm tired all the time. I'm not spending time with my kids, and I know that this is not what you want for me. I know that you have my dream job stored up for me. And so whatever your dream job is, you name that thing and you say, God, I thank you. I thank you for this job that you are getting ready to send my way. I thank you for the doors that you are opening right now in the name of Jesus for this job. And I demand this job because I deserve it. My kids deserve it. I think when it comes down to that, like we're too afraid sometimes to say that we deserve certain things because people are always so quick to say, you know, God died on the cross for my sins and I didn't deserve it. And no, okay, no, you probably didn't. But you have to get to a point in your life where you'd be like, you know what? I do deserve this. I work hard. I put my all into it. I'm a good person. You know, I have a good heart. I deserve to have a job that I'm not stressing about. I deserve to be able to go to work, get off, and not have to um, get off and go to another job. I deserve to spend time with my kids. And that's just an example, y'all. But you have to make a demand on what is rightfully yours, right? And when you don't, you're just going to be running around doing good and not reaping any rewards, right? God is great. God is good to you all the time. He's good to you all the time. And he has so much in store for you, so much laid up for you. And yes, he wants you to do good things. He wants you to do great things, but he wants you to, to follow his instruction, so that he can provide for you. He wants you to follow his instructions so that he can provide for you, right? So make a demand on what it is that you want. Stop running around here saying yes to everybody, being a yes man, being a yes woman, saying yes to everybody because you feel like it's going to make them happy, because you feel like it's going to make you happy, because you feel like you got to help every single person. If God didn't call you to do it, then don't do it. And if you are not going to make a demand, if you haven't made a demand on what it is that is rightfully yours so that you can stop running around here doing good and not getting rewarded, then I, I, I suggest you do it, okay? I suggest that you go on and step out and demand what it is that you want from God. Um, because if you never ask, you'll never get it. If you never ask, you'll never get it. The Bible says that. Right? So... That was number two. Make a demand on what is rightfully yours. The older brother, all he had was that. All he had was taking care of his father because he never demanded what was his. He never even tried. So how could he even be mad at the little brother for demanding what's his, going out, doing whatever it was he wanted to do, and then coming back? And I guarantee you if he had to did it, he would have did the same thing. 
Because when you know who your father is, whew, when you know who your father is, when you know what your father has, right? Who's, who's your father? God is your father. When you know who your father is, when you know what your father has, when you make mistakes, you know you can go back to him. And you know he's going to welcome you with, um, with loving arms. And you know that he's going to throw you a big feast too when you return back to him. So I don't know why he was mad. Like I was just like, why, what, why he mad? Why he mad? He didn't make a demand on what was his. He had an inheritance too. He could have took his little money and went somewhere to Vegas or something and turned up too. But he didn't. He didn't. So make a demand on what it is that you want from God. So that was number two. Number three. Come to your senses and realize that your father, God, has everything. And as long as you are willing and obedient, you have access. So when you get to the end of the story and the older brother confronts the father and is like, you know, I've been here slaving for you, working for you, and you've never thrown me a feast. The father makes this statement in verse 31. and He says, you are always with me and everything I have is yours. And I think that you have to, we have, we have to get to a point in our lives where we have to stop trying to live um, from within ourselves. We have to learn how to live from within God. We have to learn how to live out of God's pockets. We got to learn how to see things from God's perspective. We have to know and understand that we are child, we are children of God. Um, we are heirs, joint heirs with Jesus Christ. And so Everything that Jesus Christ has, we have. Everything that God has, we have, right? So we have to get to a point where we truly trust, rely, and confide in God. Um, and we realize that we have access to anything. And that's why when you go back up to number two, that's why you can make a demand on what it is that you want because your father has it. God has it. So you don't have to be sitting here making $2 an hour, you know, at your job. You can demand a brand new job from God, right? All you have to do is follow his instruction. Because you best believe when you make the demand, God is going to give you some instruction. But like I said before, like I told you, my pastor said, provision always comes after instruction. So when God instructs you to do something, you don't have to look at it like it's a hassle or, you know, it's, it's going to take you forever or, you know, you have an attitude because you don't want to do what it is that he's called you to do. You have to look at it like, oh, my gosh, God, I demanded this from you a couple of months ago. You just gave me some instruction. I'm going to go ahead and get this done because that means that you're getting ready to provide this for me. Right? Like. We got to start looking at instruction like it's a bad thing. Instruction from God like it's a bad thing. We got to start looking at it like, okay, you're getting ready to provide something in my life. Um, I, me personally, I don't think that you always have to go through something bad in order to be like, oh, something bad is stuff going is going terrible in my life. That means that provision is on the way. Like, why you always got to go be going through a certain situation or a circumstance to know that provision is on the way? Why is why can't it be something as simple as God saying, okay? You want this job? I need you to apply for it. I know that the qualifications say you need this, 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 and this, and you don't have it. But if you apply for it, I'm going to make sure you get it. I'm going to put you in the right space at the right time with the right people, right? Like, because that's how God works. Like, that's how God works. Even when it doesn't look like you qualify for whatever it is that you're demanding from God on paper, God will make sure that you have it. God will make sure that you have access to it. And that's what you have to realize. Like God is your father. God owns everything. 
God has everything that you will ever need. All you have to do is make a demand on it. Make a demand on that thing, right? Come to come back to your senses. Yes, you can be out here doing all the good in the world that you want. But if God has not called you to do it, if you're not making a demand on what is rightfully yours, and if you don't realize and understand that God is the owner of everything that you will ever need, you'll never get what it is that you want. You'll never be rewarded for the good that you do. And so that's really all I have for today, guys. I just wanted to get that out because... I think that we've been taught a lot of things that now I'm starting to realize were wrong in a sense. And yes, I think that there are great people in the world, but you can be out here doing all the good in the world and never making an impact. You can be out here doing all the good in the world and not really helping people or helping yourself. You can be out here doing all the good in the world and your family at home is suffering. People with millions of dollars do good in the world every day but are super unhappy. You know, so you really have to be mindful um, of what you're doing, why you're doing it, who you're doing it for. And you need to be mindful of whether or not God actually asked you to do whatever it is that you're doing. You know, we have to get to a point where we're stopped, where we're not wasting time and energy on doing things that God never called us to do so that we can properly demand what it is that we actually need and that we can realize and understand and relax, relax in the promises of God, knowing that he's going to bring these things to pass and following his instruction, doing exactly what he called us to do. That's how you can get past this whole, I'm going to do good so I can be rewarded type of situation. I believe that you should be rewarded for doing good. You know, I do definitely believe that. But I also believe that God has a divine order for certain things. And everything that we think is good that we're doing, um, it, it's not, it might not be from him. It might not be from God. And so we really have to be mindful, more mindful of what we're doing. Um, and I'm not saying that y'all got to go out here and be bad. I'm just trying to make you guys go out here and be intentional. Intentional for yourself, intentional for your family, intentional for the tribe of people that you are connected to, um, because we get tired, you know, when it's time for us to do exactly what God called us to do, because we've been out here doing so much good for other people, um, but not really doing anything, not really making any effective change, not really making any effective impact. And we have to get out of that mindset. Like we're either going to be better or we're not. We're going to keep running around crazy doing all of this stuff thinking that we're doing great we're doing great we're doing great um but you're never doing anything that God called you to do and how can you how can you even hear what God is calling you to do when you are out here doing all of this other stuff that you deem is so great for you and other people so get out of that mindset you know remember those three points remember that doing good doesn't necessarily get you rewarded um or what you need if you are not doing what God called you to do um, if you have never made a demand on what is rightfully yours, and if you never come to your sense, your senses and realize that God has everything, um, and as long as you are willing and obedient, you have access to it. So I love you guys. I hope that this blessed you. Um, please, 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 please continue to share, like, love, listen, all that good stuff. Um, I love y'all. Thank y'all so much for y'all support. So guys, thank you so much for tuning in again to Self Love Overflow, man. This journey has been absolutely amazing. And my prayer is that my podcast gives you life skills, tools, applications that you can use in everyday life. Um, 
you know, what I'm learning is that you really got to be about it. You can't just talk about it, um, especially when you want to make real lasting change in your love life, your love of self life. Um, it takes so much and it's so much more than just saying I love myself. It's so much more than changing the way you dress. It's really about changing the way that you think. Um, and I'm just learning that each and every day. And so I pray that you are taking something from this as well. I pray that what I give you, um, is blessing you. I pray that, um, that you utilize this, that you use this information, that you go back and you read these verses and you, you, you study these verses and you take what you can from these verses. Um, but I love y'all and I thank y'all so much for your support. All of my listeners, y'all have been absolutely amazing. You give um, great feedback and I'm just blessed. I'm so blessed. I'm so, I'm just, I'm just blessed. I'm blessed. This podcast blesses me just as much as it blesses you and doing this and being able to release this to people and impact people's lives blesses me too. So I love y'all. Um, and until the next episode, y'all be good. And, and just remember, don't be out here wasting energy, wasting time and wasting money doing a bunch of stuff that's, that you think is good, that you think is effective and it's not, you know, evaluate what you're doing out here in these streets. Okay, people. All right, y'all love y'all. Peace.